My brothers and sisters, happy Easter, and let us begin today by hearing from the Gospel according to John. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdalene came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple who Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloth there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloth there, and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloth, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture, that he had to rise from the dead. I think it's important to acknowledge at the very beginning here as we celebrate this Easter, that right now, that today we are standing in what is an almost blinding and even overwhelming paradox. Obviously, over the past couple of weeks, even the past couple of months, the coronavirus has breathed into our world a tremendous amount of fear, anxiety, and even death. And today, on Easter morning, we are very much encountering or meant to celebrate the exact opposite. Joy, hope, and life in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And I believe that a question that each one of us must face is which one endures? Which one is stronger? Is it Easter or is it the coronavirus? It's important, I believe, to acknowledge from the very beginning that the resurrection of Christ is an eternal victory. Whereas this coronavirus, this current crisis that we are in, is a temporary affliction. And this Easter, maybe more than ever before, we really have to choose to live from this reality, that the resurrection of Christ is an eternal victory. It's a victory that doesn't necessarily take away our pains, take away our struggles, and even our sickness. But what does the resurrection of Christ do 
It gives us the strength and the vision to see through this time of crisis. You know, in the past few weeks, most of us have probably spent a lot of time, maybe more than ever, watching the news, which is important and it's necessary. Obviously, we have to stay informed, we have to stay up to date uh, by what is happening. But I believe a worthwhile question to ask ourselves is, during this time, and even today on Easter Sunday, how much time are we spending with Jesus? How much time are we spending with the risen Lord, opening our hearts to Him, abandoning ourselves to Him, listening to the truth of His Word, Because if we are, if our time with the news or with really anything else in life is not balanced with our time with Jesus, we will become whatever it is we are spending the majority of our time with. If we are spending the majority of our time with the news, then of course, we're going to become fear. We're going to become anxiety. But if we are balancing and even spending more of that time here with Jesus in abandonment, that I would dare to say that His peace, His love, and His mercy can conquer, even in the midst of a time of crisis. And this is why St. Paul says so beautifully in the second reading today from Colossians, he reminds them, he says, if you were raised with Christ, seek what is above where Christ is. Because as he reminds us, your life is hidden with Christ in God. In other words, He alone is our hope and our security. And St. Paul is reminding us today that this is where we must live from. This is where we must root ourselves in. The reality of our life hidden and known only in Christ. My father has a a very interesting uh, painting in his home. And it is a painting of St. Peter and St. John, which is essentially uh, the gospel that we heard today, of them hearing the good news and then running to the tomb. And this painting has always moved me. Every time I'm home, I always spend uh, time just sitting before this painting, captivated by it. Because in this painting, it's it's a close-up of of St. Peter and St. John. And they have just heard the news that Mary Magdalene has proclaimed to them of the resurrection. And as they're running to the tomb, you can see on their faces, their faces are filled with wonder. 
Their eyes are, are wide open. They are alert and they are filled with excitement. But do you know what is missing from their faces? Fear. There is on their faces the complete absence of fear. And it's important to remember that these were men, Peter and John, who just prior to hearing the good news were very much afraid. They were in hiding for fear of the Jews. And what has changed for them? What has changed, my brothers and sisters, is the resurrection. It is an encounter with the risen Lord that removes their fear. Why? Because the resurrection enables them to see through their own doubt, to see through their own weaknesses, to see through their own failures. And what is it that they see? They see and experience the victory of God's love, the victory of God's mercy, and that God's love triumphs over their doubt, over their weaknesses, and over their failures. And this is true of, of Mary Magdalene as well. Right? The Gospels tell us that Mary is at the tomb, almost bent over in grief, weeping because of the death of the Lord. And when the risen Lord appears to her, when she is told to go and to announce to the others that Christ is risen, it's the very news, the very reality of the resurrection that dries up her tears. And we will hear this next week on Divine Mercy Sunday in the Gospel about Thomas. Thomas is told the good news of the resurrection, but he's filled with doubt. He's filled with pessimism. And it's only when he encounters the risen Lord in his midst that his doubt, that his pessimism, is extinguished. St. Paul will tell us in the first Corinthians, he will say, reflecting on the resurrection, he will say, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? St. Paul is not denying the reality of death and the suffering, but he's reminding us that death is not victorious. He's reminding us that it is the resurrection of Christ alone that is victorious and that is what we must be living from and rooting ourselves in, whether we are in a time of crisis or not. What is true for Paul, what is true for Peter and John, Mary Magdalene, St. Thomas, and all of them, is meant to be true for each one of us. Easter is not merely the celebration of a past event. 
Easter is meant to be a present reality in the life of every disciple of Christ. Why? Because Christ is risen from the dead. And this Easter, whatever it is you and I are experiencing, whether it is sorrow like Mary Magdalene, doubt like Thomas, or fear like Peter, the risen Lord Jesus is waiting for you and I to come and surrender everything to him. So that right now, even in the midst of a crisis, you and I can experience the victory of his resurrection, which has no limits and no boundaries. So my brothers and sisters, let us continue to pray. Let us pray for an end to this virus. Let us pray for all of those who are sick and suffering, for all of the doctors and nurses who are, who are caring for the sick. And let us pray also for a vaccine to this virus. But meanwhile, let us not forget that it is the risen Lord Jesus alone who is our vaccine against fear and against anxiety and ultimately even death. God bless you and happy Easter.